Hi, and welcome to For Real Life. I'm Jochem Hill. This podcast is intended to use biblical truth for real-life issues. The Bible talks about many of life's questions, struggles, hopes, and fears. It's a book that was written many years ago, but is definitely applicable to the here and now. It's not just stories and theories, it's for real life. Like any parents, there are things I want my kids to do and things I do not want them to do. It's not that I'm trying to control them or stop them from enjoying themselves, but it's best for them and for our family. I'd like them to share, for instance, and not constantly fight over things like their toys or whatever. Or uh, the window on their side of the car, because for whatever reason, all around the world, kids have that same argument. He's looking out of my window. I don't want him to. But it's best for them in the long run if they learn how to share. No one will really want to be friends or a spouse or a colleague with someone who is always selfish. Now, the same goes for God, our Father in heaven. There are things he does and does not want us to do for our benefit. We're probably familiar with the Ten Commandments that God gave to Moses. Things like do not kill, do not steal, do not lie, for instance. Uh, It's easy to see how those are beneficial to all of us if we didn't do those things. Another one that's mentioned is coveting. Coveting is essentially wanting what someone else has. God says, do not covet. And it lists a few things here that we shouldn't covet. Don't covet your neighbor's wife, their house, their field, their servants, ox or donkey. Now, not many of us have oxen or donkeys these days, but it's easy to see what these things mean. I mean, wife, house, property, all those are still applicable today. Uh, fields and oxen were used for work. They generated income. And so don't want someone else's job or their paycheck. Donkeys were used to carry all sorts of things, goods or people. Uh, so your modern day equivalent of a donkey is basically a pickup truck. That's what it comes down to. But you can see how it's applicable, right? Don't want someone else's spouse. Don't want their house. Don't want their job. Don't want their money, their car. Or simply like the verse ends, don't covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. It was a commandment, a law, to not want what belongs to your neighbor. Instead, what God wants us to do is be content, be happy with what we have. This is mentioned a number of times in the New Testament. In fact, it's listed in a variety of things that we should not have in our church community. Listen to this from Paul's letter to the Galatians. Things you should not have among believers Sexual immorality, idolatry, strife, just fighting or arguing, uh, drunkenness. I think it's not hard to understand those, but look at what is listed with all those things. Jealousy and envy. Clearly there's something about envying, coveting, wanting what other people have that God really hates. Now why is this? Why is it mentioned so often for us to not want what other people have, but to be content? Well, here's what God says about not being content in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 7. For we have brought nothing into the world, so we cannot take anything out of it either. If we have food and covering, with these we shall be content. But those who want to get rich fall into temptation and the snare and many foolish and harmful desires, which plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. And some, by longing for it, have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. 
Look at that. Coveting has plunged people into ruin and destruction. People ended up piercing themselves with many griefs. The reason is that when we covet things and we can't learn to be content, we start to do things to get what we want. Things that may not seem harmful to begin with, but eventually can lead to us sacrificing all sorts of things we once thought were important. Or it can even lead to lying, stealing, cheating. And for a moment of pleasure, we can break up an entire family. People have stolen things and ended up getting caught and having to pay fines or even go to prison. And it's not difficult to see what God means by piercing ourselves with grief. Often, what we wanted does really not seem worth it once we've paid the price for it. But even if you don't give in to that temptation, it's still not good for you to envy, to covet. It makes you unhappy. You're never satisfied with what you have, always wanting more or something else. You can't just enjoy what you have because what you have is not good enough compared to what someone else has. So coveting is really bad for you. But it's so hard, right? And that's the problem. It's so hard to just be content, to be happy with what you have. Many of us, if not all, struggle with this. And Paul, the writer of some of the New Testament letters, says in Philippians 4 verse 12, I know how to get along with humble means, and I know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. It's a secret. Being content is something that is so hard to continue to do. Paul says it's like a secret to be content in whatever circumstance. So I encourage you to be content. Be content with who you are, with your situation in life. Be content with the grace of God, as Paul says it elsewhere. So work on figuring out that secret through prayer and meditation on the Word of God. And may God bless your efforts. Thank you for listening to For Real Life in the WCF Podcast Network. I'm Levi, and I'm a co-host on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. We have another show where Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships, and it's called From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Lastly, did you know that WCF assists in support and resettlement for dozens of political refugees a year? Please consider supporting our efforts with donating on our website, wcfoundation.org. Have a great week.